Good afternoon. Welcome to Just In Time. This is Just In Time. On today's episode of Just In Time Podcast, we're going to be discussing accountability in the school system. I repeat, we're going to be discussing accountability in the school system. There is none. Oftentimes, I started to think, why is it so many people taking their kids to charter schools and public schools and homeschool and not putting them in public schools? Then, here recently, I just realized by talking to different parents that the school have no accountability system. What they do have is a blame system. Now, I'm not talking about every school because I don't go around the whole country researching and send this out of school. But I'm talking about schools that parents have brought to my attention based on situations that either they kids or they nieces and nephews have been in. And uh, here's what I do know. It's a lot of adults inside the schools that are paid to protect our kids, but yet. They go to the schools to be our kids' friend. PSA, you are the adults. Please take care of the adults part of the job. For instance, if you have kids fighting, and if you're sitting there watching the fight for two to three to five minutes and you don't break it up until someone else all of a sudden feel like it's got too far, then you contribute to the stupidity and you should look for your new job. So I was talking to this one parent. Well, I was talking to two parents. And they decided to share with me their situation. So this one parent, she had two situations in two different years where her son, he's a you know young elementary student who's just trying to, you know, go through school and get his education. But yeah, he uh sometimes deal with, you know, anger issues. Uh, and, and, and so on and so forth. But he only deals with that just like any other kid. So this parent emailed me her situation. And she said, in 2016, I received a call from the assistant principal stating that my son was being transported by ambulance to Cook Hospital. I told I was told that my son got upset and pulled the teacher by the collar of his shirt, forcing the teacher to lose balance. They was right in front of the classroom when this happened. The teacher stated her son finger got caught in the door and it took off the tip of his fingertip. The paramedic found the tip, put it on ice to hope they could save it. I never received the incident report until a week later with statements from the assistant in the classroom who stated that she didn't see none, hear anything until he started screaming at the top of his lung. You mean to tell me a kid Half of his finger get cut off by the door and you the assistant and you don't hear or see anything until the kids start yelling. That shit is fishy. And I want you to know that whoever that assistant is, you are dummy because your job is to be attentive and to be observing of the classroom and the students and to write a statement saying that you didn't see anything. Once again, no accountability. Okay. This mother went on to say that no one asked her son what happened when I brought this to their attention because the assistant rode with him to the ambulance. She couldn't get one. Then she decided to say he was traumatizing and didn't want to ask him at the time. But he never was asked what happened. This parent also went to the school board. 
only to be told to follow the chain of command. Now, keeping in mind her damn son, he didn't get a bruise on his head. Half is his fingernail, half of his finger snapped off in the middle of the door, off his hand. I think that is a, a serious, serious situation. And you telling this woman to go follow the chain of command. Wow. Once again, no accountability system. When people tell you to follow the chain of command, that's because they know that they're in the wrong. So therefore, this parent went on to say that she contacted the school to see if she can expedite and uh, an incident report. After contacting the school and the school not giving her answer report, she hired a lawyer. Her lawyer contacted the school, and this is the part that I just think is just so wrong. He contacted the school for an incident report. And so with the incident report, they also sent the behavior folder to the lawyer of prior years. The attorney tells the young lady that they're trying to bring up his behavior as a problem. And he's a problem kid with behavior issue. And so with that, you should look past the fact that this kid got his hand cut off in the door. The assistant in the classroom didn't know anything or see anything or hear anything. I hope that individual don't have a job. Okay. And so, so it kills me that the people who we send our kids to, to be accountable for are the ones who plan the games or the ones who are not being accountable and passing the buck. All right. The same parents. That incident happened in 2016. Rewind two years later or fast forward two years later. And we got 2018. And she states, I received a phone call stating that my son and the other student got into an altercation. The other student grabbed a chair and hit my son from the behind, from the back end behind of the head and knocked him out. I was informed then the student was 15 years old at the time, and I asked why my son was in the same classroom as a 15-year-old. And the fact the kid had way more behavior issue than her son. Nothing was done besides the kids being suspended for a day or two. I asked my son under any situation. I told the school. She said she told the school not to put her son back in that classroom with this student. Now, when you go to a turning school, a behavior school, um, oftentimes they group the kids in the same classroom because they only have one teacher because of the resources. And so all these students are different ages are in these rooms together, the kids who have behavior issue, right? Let's solve that one first of all. Because an 11-year-old shouldn't be with a 15- or 14-year-old getting hit in the back of his head and getting knocked out. Okay? The same parent, her husband called me and stated that that same kid punched her son, punched his son in the face multiple times. This week. So you have the 2016, you have the 2018, 
And now you have the 2019 recent incident where this young lady and her husband are dealing with these schools on behalf of their son trying to be parent. But at the same time, they're getting let down because, see, the school have no accountability system, only the blame game. OK, because schools have changed, you know, back when I was going to school, teacher cared. Now you got parents, you got teachers literally watching fights before they break them up. Piss poor, piss poor. They're being part of the problem and not part of the solution. And I don't give a fuck who don't care about my opinion, but I'm stating you because I understand that every teacher don't care about the well-being of the kids. Every teacher don't care about the safety of a kid. Every teacher care about their paycheck because that's why they do what they do. And so this kid was punched repeatedly by the same kid this week. And the young lady and the young man who kid had been getting in trouble and they sent his behavior form with the incident report when this kid got his finger snapped off in the door. Got beat up because he was doing the right thing this time. And so he got beat up. They didn't contact the parent. The son came home and said, I don't feel good. My head hurt. So the parents took him to a hospital, Cook's Hospital. He had a concussion. And within five hours, he had three to four knots on his head. These parents emailed the school, contacted the school. Literally, she showed me the email. The school said, show us physical evidence that he got hurt here. Hmm. <laughs> Now, once again, this classroom had assistance, but this time the assistant did the right thing. She called the parent. When you have people who are willing to quit their job to make sure something is done right, that tells me a lot about individuals and who they hiring in these schools. Hire people to not just cover your back, but hire people that would do right by these kids. Don't hire your friend. Don't hire your sorority sister, sorority brother because they need a job. Hire them because they qualified. Hire them because they have went through the protocol in order to make them a teacher. Okay? That's one thing. Second thing, this young man don't deserve this regardless of what type of behavior he's going through. Because like I said, every kid in some way goes through something when they're adolescents, when they're uh, uh, elementary, and so forth and so on. And it's supposed to be the school job to find the media area and, and be able to uh, be proactive. But it seems like it's just passing another buck. Lately here recently, it's a young lady who got into a fight inside of school. And I want to say it was somewhere either in South Carolina or North Carolina. And the young lady died. And so that made me start to think about my kids every day I send them off to school with, with, with the understanding that it's people inside that school that's going to protect my kids. But the flip side I have to realize is that it's also people inside the school that is not going to protect my kids. And those are the individuals that I'm talking about. The ones who pass the bucks. The ones who see the fights but wait to break it up. 
By the time they break it up, that kid and got beat down or got injuries. And now you have teachers who want to fight students. Want to fight students in the school because of uh, a kid trying to break up a fight. They done seen you sit your ass there for five minutes and do nothing. Now you trying to fight this kid. And let me tell you, anybody who ever tried to fight Joan Turntine, Kai Turntine, Scott Turntine, John III, Austin Turntine, or Tylen Turntine, I'm not going to have any words for your ass. I don't play when it comes to my kids. And that's the thing. We got to start showing these damn these schools that we don't play. Don't give the school no accountability. Don't, don't let the school raise your damn kid. When it's a problem, you go up there, you sit down, and you try to work it out. You make sure the school always know that you go fight for your damn kids. Because if they know you're not going to fight, you may end up in this situation that this young lady and young man ended up in. Where their kids been multiple times assaulted. And, and, and not just to throw insults to injury, but you have the officers, police officers, who work inside these schools. This police officer told these parents that they didn't have the right to file an assault on this young man. Right? So I told these two parents to go to the police station. Tell them like they just told me their stories. Take their documentation because you have to have paperwork. See, that's another thing. Schools don't like paper trail. That's why you don't call people at schools. You send emails and you request that they write you back. That's why you don't go inside the school telling your kids, oh, that's my friend. They go take care of you. No, you go inside the school and you tell your kids, that's Miss Blank Blank. That's Mr. Blank Blank. They are a good teacher. I went to school with them. Hopefully they teach you what you need to teach, what you need to know. And hopefully they protect you in the best interest and, and you make it back home. I am so irritated with the schools. Maybe it's a good thing for parents to start homeschooling their kids. You know, the one thing when you homeschool your kids, you take away the resources from the kids, from the schools. Maybe maybe we have to show these schools by by keeping our kids at home and teaching them or, or putting them in settings like charter schools and private schools. Because the public schools are not who they say they are. Oh, we care about the kids. Oh, this is our mission statement. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care about your mission statement because at the last end of the day, when you have an incident in your school where you got people passing the buck and don't want to be accountable, it sucks. And so to get back to this, this kid, right now, as I do this, podcast the kid is being affected by being beat up went to the emergency room knots on his head his head still hurting and the school asked the mother and daddy to show proof of the injury that happened at the school if that ain't just backward that your kid get hurt at school and the school asks you to show proof Yo, stop playing games with these kids' life. If you don't want to be accountable, if you don't want to go inside these schools and deal with these kids for eight hours, knowing that 
It's going to be tough. Find you somewhere else to work. Go work for yourself. You know, we in the age of influencing and influencers. And, you know, it's easy to go get you another job. If you're not going to do the one that you've been blessed to do. Too many kids are being hurt in these schools. Just to give you another scenario, I had a parent call me and stated that her son had injured himself doing football drills. And she stated to me that no coach was around. And the only coach who was around asked a teenager to assist her son. Now, keeping in mind, her son had about a two and a half inch deep cut, bleeding everywhere. And this coach asked this kid to take this other kid to get taken care of. The mom said her son had to be rushed to the hospital. They had to do emergency surgery twice on his cut because it was so deep. But yet no coaches was around. And it happened during a football drill when coaches were around. I don't understand how a kid get hurt during the drill and a coach probably got the mentality of, you push through, I don't care, no weak moments, you can make it. And instead of being a human being and saying, you know what, this kid hurt himself, let me take care of this. But they waited and then they left. Then they put it on another kid. And that's what's that's another thing that's going on in the school is that the teachers are, are, are looking for the students to be the teachers or the leaders. I need your help. I need teachers are asking students that I need your help. And it's not like the help. Oh, move a desk. It's can you help me with little Johnny John or little Sarah Sue, a little Ben or whoever. And once I last time I checked, those students are there to get a degree with the, you, the teacher, the adult, already have. I have a lot of friends who are teachers and educators, and I feel like they great teachers and educators. But I may be wrong. Because this ISD and this these incidents that these parents have faced with their kids, you would think that somebody would do right by them. But to, for this young lady to have to go through three incidents, and, you know, you always say, well, I'm going to move my kid. And so the young lady asked her son, what did the teacher do when he was getting hit? The young man said, my teacher just sat there and watched. That boy jumped on me and watched me not fight back and say, y'all stop horse playing. Now, as an adult, I even know when kids, because I have kids and my boys and my kids, they horse play. But you know when somebody is physically getting hurt. It makes no sense, once again, to be in this setting if you're not there to help the kid be successful. If a kid get in an uncomfortable position as a teacher, it's your job to try to figure out the best solution for that kid. All of them involved. What I'm saying, man, is listen, we got to start being accountable for these students so that you can gain trust back from the parents. Because education is important for both sides. We need teachers, good teachers, to continue to man their posts and be great people and teach these kids how to be great people and teach them the importance of education. But if you in one of those districts 
that is passing the buck. If you're in one of those districts that is not about accountability, I ask and I plead right now, go find you somewhere else you can call home that you can feel safe by going to work every day knowing that they're going to have your best interest. And when the situation happened with the kids getting hurt or kids getting beat up or kids getting into a fight, at least you will have the integrity to tell the truth and not try to lie so that you can say whoever that principal, whoever that superintendent, whoever the board members are, so that you can satisfy them and not get a lawsuit. Take care of the kids. Make sure you're doing right by the kids. All of them. And make sure that you can definitely stand on your words when something happened. So this lady was told she couldn't file charges. She filed a char assault charges last night. And when she left that police station, she called me, her and her husband. And she stated to me that that cop had lied. And I told her he's just an officer with a badge. He's still human. So regardless of whatever that uniform is, cops do lie to cover their own butt, to cover the school butt, because the school's the one who's paying them. So you got to understand, it ain't really no honest, no honor towards the, the student. And the fact that this school sent the kid behavior report a, a year prior to him getting hurt. So you, you sent the one from last year, but we in this year. And that's a different kids, but some people in the school don't think kids can change. And if you're one of those individuals, once again, I'm asking you to find other employment because you're hurting kids. And here's what I do know is when you hurt kids and they're affected, sometimes it can have a long-lasting effect. Sometimes it can be short. I'm going to continue to lift this family in my prayers and pray for their son. I wish this on nobody, kid. I hope everyone, kids, make it to school and back every day safely. And I hope no one ever had to get in a situation where it's you versus the school because your kids, an incident happened and the school don't want to be 100. Stop putting your trust inside of these buildings. Keep your trust inside of yourself as a parent. Go inside these schools and be present. Send emails when situations happen. Talk to the people in the school so they know who you are and they know that you don't play when it comes to your kid. Too many times we send our kids to school and we give up ownership. People, you got to stop doing that. They're your kid. If anything happened, that's ownership on you. So what I'm asking you, I'm challenging you to, to be better educators and just do the job the honest way. We need accountability back in the school. We don't need the passing of the buck system when it comes to kids in school and incidents and, 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 and protocol and procedure. We just need it to be done right with no lies. And in the best interest of their kids. So like I say, this is just in time. I hope everyone understand where I'm coming from. And y'all know. Y'all know what's going on in these schools. 
So you know what I'm speaking about is some truth to it. Let's start being accountable for all actions of every individual that deals with our kids inside of these schools. Until we do that, it's going to still be kids who be hurt and killed. And you're going to have ISDs and school systems saying they don't know what happened. And the last thing, let's make sure we know that in order for our kids to be successful, we got to have some type of collaboration, some type of partnership. That's why I'm telling you, stop giving up ownership of your kids to the school and keep it in your hands so that way you can deal with situations when they come in front of you. This is just in time until I talk to you again. Be safe. Enjoy your weekend. Time out.